Live from the WFLA studios, this is AM Tampa Bay with Jack Harris on News Radio WFLA. 554, and Rory O'Neill is with us now, our News Radio WFLA national correspondent. And Rory, we've been hearing all about these enormous earthquakes in Turkey and Syria. And how is the international community responding to that? Yeah, you know, it really now is an effort to just coordinate all of the help that is being sent to the region. But, you know, they've got 5,000 confirmed fatalities, and they're pretty confident that number is going to rise significantly. Uh, some estimates say there could be as many as 30,000 deaths attributed to these Ooh, wow. earthquakes that struck an area near the border of Turkey and Syria. Uh, the response, you know, countries around the world are offering to help even Ukraine, which has so many problems of its own, uh, is offering to send help to nearby Turkey uh, in order to uh, facilitate search and rescue operations. And with you know parts of Syria and Turkey, there's been war there for so long. What type of place is this in? Is it a more populated area, or is this a place that's been war torn? And you know, is that going to have an effect on the ability to get help to these people? Right. So it depends on which side of the border. In Turkey, it's not densely populated, but there are some fair-sized cities uh, that were hit very hard by the quakes. And don't forget, there was the initial shock of 7.8 on the Richter scale. Twelve hours later, a big one of 7.5 nearby. And in between, hundreds of tremors and small aftershocks as well, which may be enough to bring down buildings that were damaged by both those uh, bigger uh, earthquakes. The, in Turkey, there is more uh, established buildings, um, you know, more apartment buildings, things like that. Over the border into Syria, it's the location where we have hundreds of thousands of refugees, people who have been fleeing the violence of Bashar al-Assad's regime of terror, really. So these people have been living in refugee camps that doesn't and, and half-finished buildings, many of which collapsed because they're poorly built and makeshift, really. So uh, I, I'm, I fear the numbers that we're going to be seeing out of Syria, if they're ever accurate. Have you ever been in an earthquake? I have not. Have you, how about yourself? Oh, yeah. I was in one. Well, this is when I was a kid and lived in Japan for a year and a half, and they had one over there, which was similar to this. It killed, I don't know, hundreds, maybe thousands of people, but it didn't hit where we lived right outside of Tokyo, and but it did tear up a sidewalk. I mean, it broke a sidewalk in half. And I remember when it happened again, I told this the other day, but I was in bed and all of a sudden things started falling off the shelves. And I ran downstairs and jumped under the dining room table where my parents were sitting. And, uh, but it was a horrible one. And at the epicenter of it, they had maybe thousands killed. Yeah, it's awful. It's very scary. I haven't been in one either, and I don't ever want to be. We had a real light yeah, one know, in Florida in a few years too, ago. About, uh, 18 months, two years after a big quake struck there. It's remarkable how long recovery takes, especially in these poor countries. And uh, I think that's something we have to keep in mind, that this, uh, you know, it, it's not like it happened in San Francisco, right, where the insurance money comes flooding in and rebuilding happens quickly. Uh, some of these places are just scarred for decades after a, a, an incredible event like this. Well, there you go. Rory O'Neill, our News Radio WFLA national correspondent on Twitter at Radio Rory, and we'll talk to you later. Hey, thanks, Jack. Thanks, Dana. Thank you, sir.
It's 557 on AM Tampa Bay. 